we're just going to pretend that it was, uh, that they're sleeping. If anyone asks, they're sleeping. Disclaimer. We do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with, so please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy, the three of you head to the East Coast over to Maycoon Town. It looks like the rain is going to start soon. Oh, we could take some refuge in there real quick, power walking over to the cave. Odie, nice to meet you. There's one Pokemon in there that is very strong. I got, uh, 15 credits if you, uh, bring me back that Pokemon. We don't really have anywhere to go. Exactly! Why not give it a try? Dustox is struck by lightning. Minion! Climbing on the walls down to you. What is that? It's the Pokemon we were looking for. Oh, he's a fighter. Okay, I know I normally don't send you out, but I need you right now, Diamond. And like he throws, he throws out Diamond. And with that, we kind of have a full house. Unfortunately, Maddie, this room is too small to send out any more Pokemon. So one of them has to go before you can send out yours. Oh no, all right. Let's roll for initiative. Good girl, Diamond. Top of the order is Diamond. Could he as a free action, or I don't know if it would count as an action, for him to use his Pokedex to figure out what the devil is that thing? We'll count that as a free action, I guess. He just like scrambles around. He's like, what, are, what is that? What is that? What is that? And he's like tapping at his Pokedex. He's like, what, what, what are you? The device wars to life. And luckily it doesn't take long for it to register, but it does take a while for me to find the entry data for it. Where the hell did I put it? Blastybug, the irritant Pokemon and the evolved form of Weltle. They consume the static energy of their prey and store it in their fluorescent core. They are extremely territorial and protective of their nest, and will attack recklessly to defend it. Okay, alright, fine, makes sense. Uh, Diamond, use Prism Blast on that Geodude so we can get it out of here. The head pivots towards the Geodude. The light starts to pulse. Uh, five, and it's got a defending roll of two. Three shift hit, the light compresses, and boom, shoots out at the Geodude doesn't hit him square in the face, it more glances off his side, refracts everywhere, but the Geodude does take three points of damage. Okay, I know we probably need to take out the big one, but let's be real, uh, we need Maddie to be in here with her Pokemon so we can help out. Please take out the Geodude! Use Mithyan, please! Right! Uh, so the Geodude is against us too. Well, now it is. Ming! Hit him with another confusion! Quick! Please! Bada boom! With this barrage of psychic visions assaulting it it takes six points of damage and is unsettled but still standing and ready to go Uh oh! it is going to uh use the momentum as it tumbles back and it starts rolling up the wall like a half pipe and then it starts roll out down it and slams right into the dust tox Whoa. okay so that is a 10 for the attacking roll and negative 2 for the defending roll. That is going to knock Dustox out. It is knocked into a bed of 
moss-covered rocks, and it is out cold. Oh, no. Hey, good news, Maddie. You have space now. <laughs> we will avenge you! And she sends out Peppa. Go ahead and roll for its initiative. Next in the order is the Blisty Bug. Sweats. You see it charging up with energy and crawling around the room. Uh. It slams right into Peppa with Nuzzle. It's not as strong as you were expecting. Only a six shift hit for a super effective attack from powerful Pokemon. As Peppa tries to get up after that blow, it struggles on its feet. It is now paralyzed. Next in the order, though, is Peppa. <laughs> well... Um, uh, Maddie, we, I think. Go ahead. I was going to say, we should have um, a berry that can help with uh, paralysis, I think. I have an antidote. Or Velma has an antidote. But that's poison, never mind, sorry. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, no. We have a we have a cherry berry. It can help cure a Pokemon or a human out of paralysis. We have one. That's totally up to you because it's yours. You can, you can take it. All right. Let's ingest. Okay. You use the cherry berry on Peppa. Literally, as soon as it happens, he's like, Yep, nope, not thinking about it, and just throws the cherry the cherry berry at uh, Maddie's like, please use this on her. Maddie, like, it's very cramped in here, and so she, like, crawls underneath uh, Diamond and, like, uh, sorry! And she comes over to Peppa, who, like, can't move, and she's just like, here, take this! And she, like, sticks the cherry berry in Peppa's mouth. <laughs> it shakes off the paralysis and is back up in the fight. Top of the order is Diamond. Yeah, not having this. Uh, Diamond, second, first, same as the first. Prison Blast against the Geodude. Five shift hit. Sweet. That is enough to take it out. So with that second blast, this time it doesn't glance off anything. It hits him square in the face body, and it is knocked out cold. All right. Velma, you can send out something else, please. Oh, right, right. Uh, uh, Gunny, go. He flies out, claws at the ready. Can he attack yet or not yet? Not yet. Right now, it is Peppa's turn. All right, time to get him back. Use Poison Fang. Peppa charges forth, latches on right into its hard chitin face, but those fangs sink right in, uh, hitting it for five points of damage. More impressively, leaving it badly poisoned. And you can see the, uh, the purple toxins flowing through the fluorescent core. Now... Goonie can go. I think we're gonna hit this guy with a tail whip. So Goonie flies in, faints it with the claws, but instead goes for the tail whip. The fluffy little poof on its back just sort of brushes against its face. Doesn't hurt it, but it does lower its defense by one stage. Next is Blisty Bug's turn, and it is going to climb up to one of the walls. The prongs on its tail end light up, with energy shooting up into the air, arcing up and then down, smack dab onto Peppa. Oh, no, why? no. 11 shift hit. Hi, Peppa. That knocks it out Peppa. as it collapses to the ground. As a parting gift, you see it sort of lose its grip on the cave walls and sort of slide down a bit as it deals with the toxins coursing through its veins. <laughs> Would you like to send out another Pokemon, Maddie? Yeah, I'm going to send out Lucille. All right, go ahead and roll for its initiative. Yes, queen. Oh, wow. With that three, it's put right at the top of the order, so it is next. All right, so she's like, Lucio, use smokescreen! And Lucio nods, 
and starts puffing up its cheeks and then blowing out a thick smog <laughs> that covers this entire chamber. Yes. Diamond's turn, what next? With the smoke screen, would Diamond be able to use hypnosis? It's already poisoned. Oh, right. So that probably wouldn't work unless you wanted to bend the rules. What are you suggesting? Well... That's a nice, tasty final fate point you have left. (laughs) I see. Yeah, fine. I will take away a fate point if I get to use, try to use hypnosis on it. I'll take take that gamble. You don't have to tell me which aspect it is. I don't really care. I'll just take that fate point. All right. And you're down to nothing. For some reason, I feel as though my fate's been sealed. So go ahead and let's see if those status effects stack. He looks over at, he tries to look over in the direction where the Pokemon was before and he's just like, Diamond, use hypnosis, but for the love of all that's holy, please hit it. Please work. Yes. yes. Parasect stares into the blisty bug's eyes, and the lights in its crystal on its back start to glow and pulse in a sort of mesmerizing rhythm. And the blisty bug can't help but sort of pulse in the same energy, mimicking it with the uh, fluorescent core on its back. And eventually, it just sort of stands there, just sort of asleep the best you can tell it's hard to tell because its eyes are always open but they're not as strongly lit up (gasps) okay all right now then where do we go from here that's up to goonie that is up to goonie i think we're gonna hit this guy with the stretch oh hell yeah okay okay um that's a seven shift hit so Goonie leaps up into the air, now that it is unfocused, and swipes it right across the core. Actually, the toxins that were currently in it kind of start to spray out, too. It remains mesmerized, but I'm going to use my fate points. It wakes up, still woozy from the, uh, the toxins. As it dashes past Slinkit, it goes for a bug bite. But the Slinkit dodges out of the way just in time. Goonie's got some ultra instinct going on there. And scurries across the cave walls out of sight. Uh, Uh, No, no. come on. We gotta gotta chase it. We gotta chase it. We gotta chase it. Question. Answer. Could I use Diamond to like do the same thing that Blitzy Bug did and like have her crawl onto the wall to chase it? I mean, you'd lose sight of Parasect as well, but I guess you could. Well, if her her diamond back is illuminating, which kind of, I would assume her diamond like essence illuminates a bit, doesn't it? Or does it not? I'd say both of them are fluorescent, but that's not the question. The question is, how would you control Parasect afterwards? I guess I'm just going to hope and pray that she uh, listens to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's only one way we can go to follow it, so we should probably all go that way, huh? Well, I guess we're following. All right. The blisty bug scurries out of sight. (sighs) Okay. No worries. We'll find it. Our heroes might be safe from the blisty bug, but you are not safe from another pause menu. Hi, Kay here. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. If you are interested in supporting the show, consider joining our Patreon. Get some nice rewards like your name in the credits, access to behind-the-scenes bonus tidbits. Our latest one was me giving away a few tips and tricks of how I GM a game. Or get your name mentioned here in the pause menu, like these fine folk, uh, Kami Cat, Dongo the King, Donkey Oto, Doodle Boy, Lizzie McPoof, and Mr. Someone. 
Uh, but don't worry, if you don't want to give us all your money, that's fine for now. As long as you shamelessly plug us on Twitter using the hashtag PKMNLegacy, we're good. Now, a couple of you have put up some nice fan art, and I love to see it. Uh, more, please. And if you do that, use the hashtag so I can see when it goes up. Also, if you use our hashtag, we might use your name for one of our NPCs. So that's cool. And I think that's it. Pretty quick pause menu, all things considered. Which is good for me, because I am congested, because allergies is a bitch. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Next episode will be in about two to three weeks, same as before. But for now, back to the episode. Unpause. The three of you make your ways to the center of the cave system again, and you reach the part of the caverns that you have not yet explored, and you notice that the passageways to this are getting narrower and narrower, which means you can only allow passage of maybe one person at a time squeezing through these uh, crevices, so to speak. So you're saying that these these walls are way too tiny for like all of us to go in through at once, and usually whenever we get through them, it's only going to be like, you know, X amount of individuals plus our Pokemon. So really, like, not that many people can get in to fight. But my question to you is, if we were to make the area wider by, oh, I don't know, decimating this cave or something, like, I mean, could, could we? You could. Uh, it would be very ecologically res- irresponsible, but you definitely could. Well, would the cave break down on us? We'll have to find out and see if you're going to go through with that, that I is. I don't like the hesitation in that answer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. The campaign's over. Everyone is gone. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best idea, Oh <laughs> uh, No, no, no. Let's, uh, if I if I happen to do that, I'll do it in the most sound way possible by asking Siri, and she'll give me the chance to flip a coin, and uh, hopefully it turns into our favor. All right. Oh, bully. Sorry, anyway. <laughs> What are we doing? I think we're flipping a coin right now, is what it sounds like. Yep. Uh, Wait, let's hear. So, so the both you two are on board with this demolitions exhibition, then? Uh, I guess. Sweet. I didn't hear but a wait. no, so. Wait, try. Can't we just, like, walk through, though? I know it's going to be one line, but what's the big deal? We'll all get into a room eventually. Hey, Siri. <laughs> uh-huh. She says, uh-huh. <laughs> Calling mom. Wait, no, don't call mom. <laughs> you phoned a friend. You phoned a friend. Ask her if it's a good idea to blow up the caves. Yeah, literally do it. Uh, all right. Look, how about this? Only one time. If it's heads, I'll decimate it. If it's tails, I won't decimate it. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh? Heads or tails? It's tails. You live. Yes. You, you knew. You knew. <laughs> yeah. mm. All right, fine. I won't decimate the caves. So says Siri. Hey, Siri, thank you for being the voice of wisdom in this situation. Don't mention it. I, mm, Don't mention it, she says. I, I, mm. So, shall we then? Should we maybe have um, Diamond in the front, just because Diamond is, like, so hard like a shield? Probably not a bad idea. Plus, she's, you know, bright. She could probably illuminate parts of the cave we can't yeah. see. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah, she can be in the front. Then Diamond's in the front. And, Chris, I'm assuming that you are following closely behind her. I would have to, or else she might go rogue. Slowly but surely, she goes through the cave, into the darkness. Dry, why don't you make just a careful check, just to see how well you're able to traverse these uh, twists and turns here. Careful check, okay. 
No. I mean, that's not bad. That's, that's, oh, it's fair. Okay. That is legitimately fair. I always forget that we have negative rolls. You're a relatively tall fella. I am a tall man. Yes. It takes a bit of finagling around the rocks so you don't hurt yourself. But eventually, you make your way to the cave entrance of this little pod here. And as you get there, ah! you find Diamond standing over the bodies of three or so unconscious Zubats. He looks at the fainted bodies of the Zubats, looks at Diamond, kneels on one knee, and just goes, Did you do this? <laughs> it has no mouth for which to speak, but it would probably not say anything anyways. All right, Diamond, even if you did do it, we're just going to pretend that it was, uh, that they're sleeping. If anyone asks, they're sleeping. So the Zubat are completely, like, fainted, unconscious, like they... Their hit point bars are completely empty. Okay, so, uh, I'm going to do something that is probably within Chris's character, and, uh, he's going to try to move the Zubat out of the way so that they're out of the, like, pathway so people can walk through. But also he's probably going to have Diamond, like, just stand in front of them. And, uh, yeah, just so the, just so the kitties won't, won't see him. So you're just sweeping them all yep. into the corner of the chamber. <laughs> and just, just going along, whistling, just uh, <laughs> putting them away so the kids And don't treating think. this like a game of Among Us where Parasect is standing over the body. Yep. Parasect is the imposter. Paras- <laughs> uh, you, you don't know that. You weren't in the cave when we walked in, so you don't know that. Maddie's just like calling from like the other room. She's like, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's all good to come through. Okay. Let's have you both roll careful checks. That's not, that's not too well, uh... My clumsy little girl. So that's a negative one for Maddie and a one for Velma. Uh, okay, so who's going first, Maddie or Velma? I'll go first. Okay, so, Maddie, you wait as Velma goes through a bit. You make your way as well. You trip on uh, some jutting rocks, and you fall and sort of tumble into Velma. Sorry. And meanwhile, the uh, Luciole, the pirate, uh, hops over you two and makes its <laughs> way to the chamber. And so does Goonie. I kind of feel like Luciole and Goonie are best friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I agree. But eventually you get up and you make a way into the chamber. Did you guys have a nice trip? <sighs> We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> you see a Goonie looking curiously at the parasect, like trying to see around it. I want Diamond to just, is, it, is Diamond able to just kind of look at Chris to know that he, that he doesn't want Goonie to start snooping around and just would probably have Diamond sort of intimidated to not look? Make a heart check. Make a heart check. Okay. Uh, whoops. <laughs> whoops. Yeah. I, with that negative two, I think you try your best. But I don't think Diamond is a creature of emotional intelligence. I, I'm... Nevertheless, it does not move around. And it's big enough so that it's like it does not get around it. I, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm, Diamond. It just stands there. <laughs> Gotta really work on that emotional empathy with this Pokemon. So Slinkit can't report the body. Meanwhile, you guys... <laughs> reports the body. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just heard that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can see two crevices you can crawl through the next ways, both just as narrow as the first one. One leading to the north, down a rather narrow but longer tunnel. One a bit shorter, but you can't really see around these corners what's in the next chamber to the east. I say let's go to the right. Going to the right? Right, all right. Yeah, the right. Well, um, I'll let you two go ahead this time. Okay. Good, good. They must never know. (laughs) Which one of you first? I think... I'll go this time. Okay. I don't think a careful check is needed. We've already got our bit out of that. So you go ahead and go through there. Uh, Lucio following closely behind you. These chambers are getting slightly smaller and smaller. But as you turn the corner into the chamber, there are two Zubats, unconscious, littered onto the ground. The one in the center, knocked right out. The one to the north, blocking the way. Oh, he's still alive. Not quite unconscious, but looking a bit worse for wear. Now we know it's not Diamond. (laughs) Is everything all right? Uh, I mean, come see for yourself? Well, after you, Velma. Certainly. Oh, Jeef. What happened here? Could this be from the creatures that we saw before? Hmm. I mean, that only makes sense. Aye. So, what did you two? What did you two find in there? It's two Zubats in here. Oh, wait. Are they? Are they trying to fight you? Well, one of them is like awake. The one that's conscious. Stirs a bit, sees the two of you, squeaks in terror, and tries, it can't flutter off the ground, but it tries crawling with its wings out of the chamber. Uh, I want to help it. Can I pick it up? All right, go for it. Okay, I'm going to pick it up. Um, Wait, wait. I'm going to see if I have what items I have really quickly. We have an orange berry. I mean, or could I just like try and catch it? I want to help him. Do you have any Pokeballs? I do. I have two, but I don't know if I want to waste one on the Zubat. <laughs> As you pick it up, it's flapping like crazy. Um, I need you to make a uh, a careful roll again. Well. <laughs> As it does that, it sinks its fangs into you. Ah! For. It does not hurt you. But I'm hurt emotionally. Oh, yeah. It, 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 I mean, it doesn't take any hit points off of you, but their fangs, they're kind of toxic. And while you don't feel any effects of the poison right now, it does feel... Uh, makes you flinch a bit. Like it stings. Ow! I was just trying to help. It flutters out of your arms, flops onto the ground, and tries calling away again. Can we just follow it? Like, ever so slowly? Unless anybody else wants to do anything to it. Nah, no, let's it. follow it. I'm gonna say Chris runs in there. Oh, there's an unconscious Zubat. Who knew? Oh, what an... Maddie's what? just like, looks... <laughs> Maddie looks at Chris and she's just like, I've imagined that the Zubat like bit her thumb or something. And she's just like looking at it, but she's like got the, the lip thing where it's like... <laughs> Like, she's, like, about to cry. Just like, I just wanted to help the little baby. <sighs> Dad sigh. Takes off his backpack. All right, let's see what we got going on here. And he <laughs> just... <laughs> he starts trying to treat this it. This is not a wound that you can heal. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. There's medical supplies right here. No, it is not... It is not in my body. It is in my heart. 
Uh, well, I'm not a surgeon, so but we can get out of the cave. And go. Okay. All right. Crawling like. <laughs> we need to follow it. Maddie like gets up and she like sees it running away and she's like, "You will love me," and she follows it. So you go right into the cave. Maddie has a lot of energy, a lot of love in her heart. That's a word for it. Yep. <laughs> she has love. To the chamber in the north, you see more bodies of Zubats on the ground unconscious, and the same Zubat that you were chasing before trying to crawl away, and you back it into a corner. Um, who has the Orenberry, just curiously? Uh, I think that might be Chris. Chris. I Maybe I should just catch it. I can I buy mean, more later. <laughs> you could always ask the wonderful Siri or Google of what you should do. They seem to be... Oh, all right. Come on, free will. Do a little <laughs> soul searching yourselves. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I personally don't like Zubats that much. But I feel like Maddie wouldn't care because she's got that, like, gotta catch them all mentality. But mostly because she just wants all the pets. She just loves them. That is that is one way to look at it, yes. I, uh, think, I, think, I think Maddie will try and catch the Zubat. Okay. You have two regular Pokeballs in your inventory right now and one Great Ball. I will use a Pokeball. Go ahead and roll just a regular 4DF. No! Oh. Okay, that's a flat zero, but let's take and consider- Can I have another roll? Well, no, no, hold on. <laughs> what you see, that's not the final roll. That I have to also take into consideration how strong the creature is, how much HP it has, if it's suffering for a status affliction, all that stuff. All right, I think we've got that on our side here. Yes. Okay, so you throw your Pokeball. You're down to one now. Well, throw is kind of a- um, I just kind of roll it over. <laughs> yeah, you get on the ground on your knees and just roll it like a- like a bowling ball granny style. You're doing like the squat roll that you do for exactly. do for bowling balls sometimes. That's exactly what she does. <laughs> and Maddie just goes, she goes, I will save you. And she just rolls it over. And she's struggling to get away, climbing over the walls. Like, you, can, you can see its little wing hands just like clawing at the walls, trying to get away. And it rolls and it like, it boops the Azubat. And it is engulfed in a bright light as it is sucked into the Pokeball. Shake, shake. Shake, shake. Shake, shake. Click. Yes! (laughs) New friends. Oh, that is the most frightening way to catch a Pokemon, actually. Mm. All right, you have caught a Zubat. Would you like to nickname your Zubat? <laughs> oh my God, yes, I have to think of a French name. Okay, what would be like a, something that I could like say about like a bat, a Zubat? Like that's a characteristic other than like the fact that it has like a huge mouth. It's like, it looks like a like a vampire bat. I could name it after a... I, that's what I was looking, but vampire is literally vampire in French. Vampire. Something noir. Oh yeah. Oof, Yeah. Cat Noir. Batty Noir. Bat Noir. Bat Noir. Oh my god, his name is Bat Noir. Bat Noir. His name is Bat Noir. <laughs> Bat Noir. Bat Noir it is. I'm, ge- I'm assuming it's uh, two words. Yes, it is two words. Bat Noir. Chi Chi, you're brilliant. Welcome right. to the family, Bat Noir. <laughs> Okay, well, um, you have caught your Bat Noir. Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, Bat Noir, iconic. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Am I right? Sure. At, at least when it 
finally evolves, you'll be able to get a goal bat. So now they're yeah. going to be that. Goal bat noir. But will it evolve into a crow bat based on high friendship? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yes, it will. Oh. It absolutely will. You're I will right. be best friends with Bat Noir. Well, you've made a great start so far. <laughs> so, yep, the ball containing Bat Noir just plops onto the ground. I've done it. You've done it. Now what? Um, I don't know. Now what, y'all? You want to come in the room with me? Well, I'm, I'm assuming we would, considering how much screaming, yelling, and all this other noise is happening in Excitement. there. Excitement. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. The rest of you two make your way, see the all the unconscious Zubat on the ground, and see Maddie. Oh! And Maddie's just holding the Pokeball. She's like, I did it. What did you do in here? Maddie, did you do this? I made a new friend. Uh-huh. I didn't know. Oh, this? No. They were like this when I was here. Right. He's, he's going to, like, slowly, like, put his hand on Velma and just, like, slowly, like, put her back <laughs> behind him like a, like a scared bear. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. hey. Sorry, sorry. Reflexes. Relax. They were like this when I got here, just like you saw the other ones. Let's, uh, let's, let's keep moving forward. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, you hear from behind you, a sort of grinding stone sound as you whip around. It seems that your parasect is kind of caught between the stones and his body is too big to keep moving forward. No. Huh. Well, that ain't right. And uh, just takes out the great ball that Diamond was in, returns her. Well, that was an easy fix. All right, so I probably can't start putting her through all these uh, tight spaces anymore, so I might have to break out another Pokemon. Uh, let's go with... Let's go with Victor. And he pops out the Mankey. Hi. Is he still kind of, like, in shock from last time, or is he just sort of, like, okay with everything? Based on your best guesses and from your experience raising Pokemon, he's not disobedient anymore. The badges may be helping with that, but he doesn't seem very friendly to those around him. All right, well... Progress? Now, Victor, you need to play nice with everyone, because if you don't, you'll be spending time with Diamond, and you don't want that now, do you? (laughs) And he just gives it a very, very wide smile. Chris is, like, giving out threats openly now. (laughs) (laughs) He's a tired man. He just wants to get done with the day. No, no, he's a changed man. (laughs) He is. (laughs) Yeah. His nostrils flare and his pupils grow, like, very small, uh, but not out of anger, out of, uh... (laughs) Good boy. Now then, let's continue on with our adventure. (laughs) So in this very crowded chamber, um, besides the entrances you just came from, uh, and one leading to a chamber you've already been in before, there's only one other passage you haven't explored, and that's to the north. This passage, however, is not just blocked by the narrow tunnel, but there's also rocks all over the place. Like, you can't even squeeze your way through it, Chris. It is impassable for someone your size. It will take a very small creature to get through it. Oh, I know a short joke when it's coming up, so <laughs> let's do it. Think of it less as a short joke and more like you are just physically built to go through this thing. Uh-huh. Well, let's, let's go. And we roll careful. Yeah. All right. 
Two. All right. That's fair. You're able to squeeze through it uh, just fine. The rocks are a bit uh, strange to move around. Looks like it just does just fine. It's mostly fluff anyway. It just squeeze through those small spaces. Like a cat. Like, but uh, uh, meanwhile, you squeeze through into a very rather warm chamber, unlike the other places which were raining with through the uh, holes in the ceiling. This part of the cave is nice and cozy. Huh. Lava? Um. Lava this early in the game. <laughs> First you think I'm giving you legendary Pokemon, then you think I'm giving you lava? Hey, granted, we've been playing for like a year. So like, we aren't far in the actual game, but we are far in our friendship. It's been four days in game. <laughs> wow, only four days. Anyway, Velma, you come across a rather warm, cozy chamber here, very tight fit, and in the back corner, you see oh, a dugout little pad there. In it, several small eggs. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, ah, uh, Chris? May? What? Yeah. I think I found a nest. What? There's a bunch of eggs here. Ah. Like a lot of eggs. Get me one. I want one. Wait, how big are the eggs? You bend down to look at them. They're about, I'd say, they're about maybe one and a half feet tall. That's a big egg. Uh, probably like the size of your head. Mine or Maddie's? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, fair enough. How many can you carry? Probably one. Can I? Can I fit through? Nope. You're you're too big. Can um, can Lucille fit through? Oh yeah, she could fit through. Just in case there's some sort of battle, it wouldn't be a bad idea for Velma to have a little more defense too. Maddie looks at Pyramp and she's like, "We can't leave Velma alone in there. Go through and help her out. See if she needs anything. And get me an egg if you can get one." And you see her hop through the cave like a little goat, hopping on across the rocks. Oh. My cutie. Hello there. I sent some help. I see that. It looks like there isn't anywhere else to go from here. I might just head back. Do you want Pyram to take the egg or should Velma take the egg? Well, Velma, do you think it's a good idea to take the egg? Because Lucio will take it regardless. Velma probably doesn't trust taking an egg. Okay, so um, maybe it's one of those things where, like, you're about to leave. <laughs> And Pyram goes and takes it. Yeah, I think that sounds Wait, about right. Whoa, hold on. You're just gonna you're just gonna steal an egg? What you don't you don't know I you, want it! I want it! Chris, wait, so wait, does Maddie openly state that she wants to take an egg, or is this more like a like a sneaky story? She of has thing? been stating this okay. the whole game. Okay, I didn't I didn't know if it was like in character or if it was just like or it was Oh like, no, it was it was fully in character. Oh, I want it. Christ, okay. Chris is gonna look over at Maddie and just go. Are you, you're, you're not serious, are you? What? Gotta catch them all. But these are eggs. They're babies. They're not even really babies yet. They're eggs. You can't just take. Okay, this, well, this, I can, I can be a good mama. These already have a mother, apparently. Well, apparently not a very good one since she's not there guarding them. Might, That's not my fault. She might be trying to get something to eat. She works hard. She tries to keep them warm. She needs food. Well, I already told Pusiel. <laughs> well, I <laughs> well I already told Lucio, so really it's up to her. Lucio is hopping towards the eggs. I want, I want, <laughs> I want 
victory to go in there and stop Lucille. No, I want an egg, Chris. You, don't stop me. You can't just take things. That's not how this works. This is a D&D style game. That is exactly how this works. <gasps> anyway, Lucille picks up the egg and turns around and then... Oh. The egg shell pops open and in its arms... Oh my god, I need it! It is a small little bug baby, a light yellow exterior, but its shell, its wing shell, carapace, whatever thing on its back, is this dark green with a cartoonishly yellow lightning bolt pattern going across it. It has a little stubby tail, little stubby legs, little cute little mandible baby mouth, and two huge bug eyes uh, that are completely this dark green, and on its head, a sort of iridescent horn in the shape of a light bulb. <gasps> but also, Velma, very up your alley. Would not be mad if you wanted it. It looks around the room, and it sees the most bug-like creature in the room. <laughs> bug baby. <laughs> bug baby. Velma. You hear more cracking noises <laughs> as several more of the eggs pop open and more of these creatures pop out of the eggs and they're slowly crawling towards the bug lady. So many bug babies. So many bug <laughs> You okay? What's going on in there? Bug babies! What? They hatch? Thelma's quickly just fumbling through her pockets to try to get out the Pokedex just to find out what the heck these things are. Weltel, the irritant Pokemon. The amount of electricity they can store in their bulb is limited while young. If they absorb too much, they get overexcited and, quote-unquote, zap happy. It takes a large dose of electricity to get them to mature. Wait. Electric? Wait a minute. I need you to make a, uh, forceful check. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, no. This is a screaming episode for me. I don't know what that's about. Velma, you can feel a little buzz of energy that gets stronger and stronger as they cuddle with you. And suddenly, your hair antennas go whoop as you feel electricity course through your veins. At the same time, you also feel like your muscles are a bit spasmy right now and you are paralyzed. Oh my god! (laughs) Goonie rushes to your ace. And tries to pull the bugs off of you. Can Lucille help as well? Yeah, they both are. They're both, like, piling them off. And some of the bugs um, kind of yelp a bit as they're torn off. And then you hear in the distance... And she sees you at the nest with the rest. Maddie! Chris! We have a situation! What's going on over there? Eggs hatched! I'm paralyzed! Mama's home! Oh! 